Welcome to the Home Health Reveal podcast. I'm your host, Mike Greenlee, and I'm here live at the Missouri Conference with my co-host, Hannah Bell. Hannah, how are you? Hi, I am doing well. This has been a really fun conference. Really awesome to be here. Excited to talk to some people today. Yeah, it's going to be great. We had the opportunity to present um, on clinician efficiency as well as uh, work-life balance. So that was a pretty good session. Yes. Got some pretty good reviews. So I'm pretty proud of our team for that presentation. Yeah, it was great. I just was the clicker. I did not present, but I was there to cheer you on. So Yeah, you were okay clicker, actually. Oh, yeah, mediocre. Okayest clicker. I won the award for okayest. Yeah, you had some mistakes. But, you know, <laughs> here in a little bit, we're going to have some uh, agencies on the show. Uh, we're going to ask some pretty good questions of what's happening in the, the old agency and uh, just get some feedback on the conference. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Fingers on the pulse of the industry. Me too. Me uh, too. Let's well, head in. All right. So we have our first guest today, uh, the Executive Director, Brooke, with the Northeast Independent Living. Brooke, uh, first time on a podcast? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This huh? is exciting. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it's big time here. So we are at the Missouri Conference here, and we always like to hear what is going on within the conference, what do you find valuable. But before we dive into that, tell us a little bit about your agency and, and where you guys are from. So we're a little bit unique um, as far as an agency standpoint. We are a nonprofit um, out of Hannibal, Missouri, and we um, are one of Missouri's Centers for Independent Living. And so we provide a variety of services um, to the disability population, one of which is home care services. So that's kind of a, a huge part of what we do. But but other than that, we do um, things like advocacy, peer support, skills training, things like that, that help individuals stay independent in their own homes. Nice. Well, so we've been talking to uh, a few different agencies out here, and one of the biggest challenges that we're hearing is with staffing. Uh, are you guys affected a little bit by staffing? And if so, what are you guys doing to overcome that? Amen. <laughs> that is absolutely the topic um, across the entire state and I think the country right now. Um, yes, so I think every uh, provider here would agree that staffing is probably their biggest issue. Um, we are no different. We expect or we um, experience a um, drastic uh, shortfall of um, workers that are willing to go into individuals' homes and provide care that they need. Um, as far as how we're, we're overcoming it, um, we have worked tirelessly with um, Zuri Alliance for Home Care. Um, I actually am the chairperson for the CDS Task Force, CDS and In-Home Task Force, um, that works directly uh, with state employees, um, especially the governor's office and, and uh, Department of Health and Senior Services um, director to discuss the needs for the provider community. And um, so we have worked to increase our um, reimbursement rates so that we can increase wages to help attract additional employees. So um, this past session, not current session, but past session, um, our legislators were gracious enough to increase our reimbursement rates significantly. Um, and we were able to raise attendant wages up quite drastically um, compared to what they used to be, which has definitely attracted additional individuals and help retain um, people who would otherwise go to other industries. So that has helped immensely. Um, and fortunate for us, even additional things like lowering uh, the state regs um, that are pending right now would lower training requirements and things like that so that we can get 
workers in the homes quicker than what we could in the past when we've got such um, such a high amount of turnover. Nice. So um, you've been going to some sessions, right? I have. So tell me uh, top two sessions you've been to so far. So, oh my gosh. Um, the ones that I've gone to uh, that are my favorites, I always enjoy uh, meeting with the Department of Health and Senior Services staff to hear about updates. Um, and really, those are helpful because we can hear from other providers, too, about um, issues that they're facing in their areas. And it's nice that we've got um, those high-level staff from the department there to kind of hear what's really going on um, in the provider world. And so me sitting on the CDS task force for mock, I also enjoy hearing those things because those are things that we work through as a task force um, to try and fix. So I love those sessions. Um, my other favorite session that I had this morning was on leadership. Um, and how to be a good leader for your organization and the different types of leadership styles and stuff. Uh, but I'm a very outgoing person too. And so I, I get involved in all of that. And I'm always the one cracking jokes and getting everybody to kind of laid back in those sessions. So, um, no, I was, that was one of my favorite sessions also was on, on leadership and how to lead your organizations. Now being outgoing, does that mean that, uh, last night they had a little shindig? I did not make it. You didn't make it to the shindig? It's a regret. But no, I tried being a good mom, and I drove clear to Columbia to watch my daughter play a doubleheader, which, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I probably should have stayed back here um, and done some karaoke, but I did not. But this is the first year that we really did that as a group, and I have heard rave reviews over that. So I'm very re regretful that I did not make that. Well, Brooke, I appreciate Were you up there? Uh, I, I have no musical talent. Neither do I. Now, the older I get, I have zero talent, really, at everything. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's it's not good for me. Uh, well, Brooke, thank you so much for taking time out. I know you guys are getting ready to eat, but thanks so much for your information and, and sharing some time with us. So not have a, problem. a great rest of your conference. Yep, not a problem. I am here with Carol Hudspeth, and she is the executive director of MAHC. So, Carol, I want to talk to you a little bit about your role at, do you say mock is that, okay. That's what I've always called it. But now that I'm saying it out loud, you know, um, kind of the purpose of the conference and your role at MOC. Sure. So MOC stands for the Missouri Alliance for Home Care. So we represent the home care industry in the state of Missouri. Um, that includes your home health, Medicare certified home health agencies, hospice agencies, Medicaid agencies, which are uh, contracted through the state Medicaid system. And we actually do have some providers that provide private care. They do not take any government-funded um, type reimbursement, and it's all through private pay. Okay. So, the, and there are all of those represented at this conference, correct? They are. Okay. They are. So when you're putting that together, because you were a part of creating this conference and this experience, um, how do you go about planning and thinking through sessions and the things that are important to these agencies? Sure. So... There is never a lack of needed information in the home care industry. Amen. Yes. <laughs> so depending on especially um, certain uh, regulation changes, policy changes, advocacy uh, issues, uh, we usually just try to make sure we bring that specific information to members um, so they can, it, it's, a, it's kind of a one-stop shop. Um, to gather the information they need to continue to be successful in their agency. 
And you guys have offered a lot. I mean, I know today was a therapy day. There were, you had people come in today specifically. So Yes, we, we set our conference up. Um, we have home health, like I said, home health hospice, the Medicaid sessions. Uh, we have breakouts simultaneously running um, about five of those each, each breakout time. And uh, during one day of our conference, we do have a therapy track. So we have therapists come in and get, get some needed therapy education. Yeah, it's so great. Um, so aside from this, though, I mean, you guys operate all year long and provide resources, provide really a voice, and um, talk a little bit about why an agency should belong to MAHC. Sure. So, like I said, we are the trade association, so we do provide um, advocacy. That is, that is probably one of the number one um, things that we do provide for the home care voice um, in Missouri and on the national level. Uh, we, we do, I go, a lot of our members will sometimes go to Washington, D.C., talk to our uh, con- congressional delegation there. Uh, we work hand-in-hand with our National Association, NAC, um, or as some people say, NAC. <laughs> yes. um, and, but on the state level, uh, we do lobby. Um, we have a lot of um, uh, funding issues, mainly budgetary issues for Medicaid funding on the state level. And we are, we are a voice um, by being a member I can, if you give me your concerns and the and the issues that you're facing, because these the our members are the folks with boots on the ground. They're yes. out there doing this every day. If they if they can tell me the issues they're facing and the problems they're having, then I can take those to the appropriate to the state agencies, uh, the departments, the legislators, those type of things. So so we we as an industry are a voice um, for. A lot of advocacy issues. We do a lot of education. We all know there's not any lack of regulation or policy in in the home care industry. So, and it's constantly changing. Yes. Whether it's something CMS is putting out for our Medicare agencies or the state is putting out, you know, for our our um, licensed Medicaid and those type of agencies. So, provide a lot of education, information. We're constantly sending um, alerts out newsletters, those type of things. We do ongoing education. So this is like our big conference where they can get a lot of education, but we provide um, a multitude of, of education because things are timely. Um, so new regulations coming out or a new policy is going to be effective. That has to be, you know, if it's not near our conference time, we, we uh, do monthly or you know, just a lot of education. As needed. As needed, yeah. Webinars, um, in-person conferences, things like that. So if somebody is listening and they're not already a part of MOC, um, but they're in Missouri and want to know, what is the website? Can you give the contact information? Sure. It's, uh, we're at www.homecaremissouri.org. Okay. Homecaremissouri.org. Right. Okay, so we're not quite done with this conference. It's been really great so far. Um, we got to be in a session yesterday, and then we're you know down here with the booth, so we're getting to interact with quite a few people, which has been wonderful. Um, but talk to me about next year and some of the upcoming events, I guess this event specifically, and what you're planning on next year and how people can get involved. Okay, yeah. So our conference is normally the last week of April of every year. So that will be April 24th through the 26th. Yes. We will be back here at Margaritaville um, in Osage Beach. 
and uh, we're, you know, every year we try to top the previous year's conference, so I have no doubt that we'll do that next year again. And I do, I do want to actually thank you as a vendor for coming to these conferences because that's who helps support our organization and supports our uh, member agencies because without your support, we couldn't put these conferences on. So thank you very much. Yes, we are honored to be here. Thank you. Um, well, anything else you want to share before I let you go off and get your lunch? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just thankful you're here, and we're having a great conference. The, yes. the attendees seem to be enjoying it. We do have some, you know, while we all know everybody kind of needs a break sometimes, we do plan a few fun events in the evening. Oh, time. yeah. There was karaoke conference. last night. That was a great time. We did have karaoke, <laughs> and I feel like, you know, folks just need that time to to just let loose and have a little fun. So yep. we, we try to offer, you know, multitude of things. Um, but at the end of the day, they are very thankful for the education that they get here. Yes, and I've seen that for sure. Well, thank you, Carol, so much. Sure. It's been nice talking to you. All right. Thank you. All right, our next guest, we have Stephanie Trix with Johnson County. Johnson County Community Health Services. Uh, they're in Warrensburg, Missouri. Uh, happened to even be a client, so we appreciate that very much. But Stephanie and I, we uh, we went out and had a, a lunch, or dinner. We had dinner. dinner, really good dinner. And then we came back and we hung out a little bit, and I made her a bet that there was no way that she was going to get up and be at the sessions at 6.30. Sure enough. She showed me a picture where she was downstairs at 627. So uh, they got a $50 invoice credit because uh, of my betting problems that I have. But no. So, Stephanie, That's seriously. one 800 bets off by That's the way. Right. <laughs> She's got. So, Steph, tell, tell us a little bit about your agency. So, we are a home health, and we also have public health WIC. We're kind of different for a public health uh, facility because most public health don't have home health involved. So our home health department has uh, skilled nursing, yep. uh, physical therapy, occupational therapy. We did have a home health aid, but we no longer have that. Um, staffing issues, kind of, we squashed that and reimbursement issues. So. Yep. Now, how did you get into home health? I worked in healthcare for 25 and a half years. Started out as an ultrasound tech, worked my way up to management, to director, and after 25 years, decided I need a change in my life and applied for the job, and I got it. <laughs> so, Bam. Yeah. Bam. As the administrator, what's the biggest challenge? What's the biggest thing that you have to deal with? Or Biggest challenge really is reimbursement um, and staffing. Yeah. Trying to keep all the staff paid at what they make nowadays versus what we get reimbursed is a huge issue. So we just got to come up with creative ways to bring in more money to get the reimbursement we need. Yeah. So what about, you mentioned staffing. So is staffing, um, it seems to be a common problem. Um, we just uh, did a webinar with our friends at Worldview um, this week, and we're, we're talking about referrals. And there's still agencies that have to um, decline referrals because of staffing. Right, exactly. And we do too. Um, we are, we were fully staffed and now we're down again. Um, people are just leaving for better opportunities. The local uh, hospital that where we work at, they offer a $30,000 sign-on bonus, and you only have to stay like six months. So people are hopping off that bandwagon, getting that $30,000, and, and then they go find another job even after that. We, yeah. So And there's a lot of traveling nurses. We can't afford to hire a traveling nurse, so we just kind of make do and 
basically deny patient care because we can't see them. Yeah, you know when the hospital offers that $30,000 signing bonus, for those that are already working, oh, right? are, are they upset that there's no oh, retention bonus? Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of grumbling. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet so. It makes, yeah. you, makes you almost want to quit and then ask, actually get rehired. I know, right? Grand, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think I'd try it. Yeah, that's what I'd do. <laughs> Turn in my nose the next day. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, so you've been at the conference for a while? Yep. T- tell us a little bit about the conference. What have you enjoyed? What sessions have you found enlightening? So I've attended everything financial because that's kind of, I like that piece of it. So a lot about value-based purchasing, um, a lot on um, this reimbursement rate period, how it's all working. Um, so I, I find value-based purchasing kind of fascinating. It just kind of is my thing. I like data and numbers and kind of weird so no I, I, hey you watch documentaries i do See? no fit right in then totally makes sense to me um just one last question you, you mentioned talent how do you hire talent and how do you keep talent what's the trick there so I, I i wish i had that answer i wish i had the magic answer for that but i i really do believe most people are are good and i i truly believe you can teach people skills, but you can't teach them personality. You can't teach them traits. So the first thing I start looking for is how well you're going to get along with the staff, how I think you're going to treat our patients, and then we'll talk about your skills. Because you can you can teach people the skills. You just can't teach them to be nice. Right. <laughs> so. but, but, you know, it's funny you say that because I always say, you know, there's skill, will, and knowledge. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the only thing I can't do is give them the will or teach them the will. Absolutely. Like they really have to have that. Everything else we can work with. Absolutely. Uh, but I do believe that loving people and, and having good personality, uh, that yep. is a, that's a core competency that people have to have. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for, I know you did not want to do this. I'm so glad you did it. Uh, check that off your box now. Hey, right? I, yeah, yeah, I want a podcast. All right. wow. well, hey, enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank I you. Will. Thanks. Right. Bye-bye. All right, so we have an exciting next guest. We have Peggy Bone with Alara Caring. Right, did I say that right? Alaric. You said that right. Fantastic, I tell you. Uh, she's the Area Vice President of Skilled for uh, Home Health in Missouri and Illinois. So thank you so much for jumping on. Well, you're welcome. So we have, um, you were our homeroom teacher. I was your homeroom monitor, yes. Yeah, so we your, had. Your, your room mother. Yeah, yeah, so we had to give a, uh, we didn't have to, we, we wanted to to do a session on um, uh, clinician efficiency as well as work-life balance. And I don't know if they looked me up, but they knew I needed a, a homeroom monitor. They did. And they, they gave us the best one. <laughs> well, that was my first one. I was rookie. You got my rookie performance. And the guy that was in the back of the room was the next session. He was like, are you my homeroom mother? I said, I know you want me to be after that performance, but no, I'm not. Have you thought about maybe that's your next That could be move? my next career move. Yeah, I think yes. it is. You did fantastic. Well, thank you. And you didn't make me put away my wiffle ball bat, no, which I appreciate. No. I was looking for HR in the round to see if it was appropriate for you to be swinging a wiffle ball bat, but we, we let it go. Yeah. I'll allow it. Now, you guys are a pretty big agency. You're in a lot of different, um, you're in two different states, you're in a lot of different counties, correct? In Missouri, we, we do cover um, quite a bit of the state with home health. We have some hospice as well as the entire state we cover with personal care service. So people to come in and do home chores, personal care. Alara Caring is in 17 states nationally for skilled home health, 
and a few more added on there for personal care, hospice, and behave. We also have a behavioral health line. So I was only off by fifteen states. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Okay, not not a big. We're deal. We're kind of a big deal. Yeah. Well, hey, so tell me a little bit about some of the big challenges that that you guys face. How you overcome some of those challenges. Uh, because over the conference, we've heard that staffing is a big problem. We've heard that reimbursement is a big problem. Tell us a little bit more how you guys handle that, um, how you guys get ahead of it, and, and so forth. Well, you know, um, we just you talked about reimbursement. We ju- I just left uh, a financial cycle. I, you know, I'm a, a nurse by education, so all I try to get any kind of financial education that I can to help us to better run an agency that's that's giving quality care. I know I can instruct on that, but if we don't pay the bills, we can't keep getting quality care out there. And we struggle with managed care programs and, and managed care payers in Missouri. And the statistics they gave is like, you know, it's, it's 50% of the population now. So we have to figure out a way to do it and do it well and still pay the bills. And so that's a struggle that, you know, for me as an area vice president, that I am trying to help alleviate, remove that obstacle so that we can get care to those people, those beneficiaries, but still cover our cost sure. and, and keep keep our employees well taken care of. Yeah. And so um, it, are you guys affected at all by staffing? We, we've been very fortunate. We do have pockets. Um, you know, there, we, we use contract therapy in our metropolitan areas. That seems to help because therapists are hard to come by. And, but we have a talent acquisition team, um, and that does, does help. We use Indeed. We do job fairs. Um, you know, we have a referral program with our company that they get a, a referral bonus, a refer a friend. That's on our, our, you know, our tablets and our software that we give to all of our clinicians. And, you know, they can refer a friend anywhere in our company. So if they have family in New York, you know, and we have agencies up there, if they want to refer a friend that they know in Missouri that can fill that spot, they get that referral bonus. That's nice. So it's kind of an internal um, acquisition team for talent. Yeah. How do you keep talent? Well, they meet me. You're right. I, no. I, no um, hey, if you've not met her, <laughs> I'm telling you, she is the life of the crowd. Now, I don't know if she did karaoke. I karaoke what song do you sing oh i'm a backup singer i am not i say i'm not gladys knight i'm one of the pips in the back <laughs> i i did interpretive dance yeah to some of their songs yeah but yeah is this on video there are video snips of it yes i bet they come out uh i bet they come out i hope so that'll, hope that'll so. probably get you a race it might yeah it that's might. good that's I good mean, marketing i i told i told her i'm in charge i'm on the mock board here yeah. And I'm in charge of membership. And so I felt like I had to, like, whoop it up last night to yeah. make the, it fun. We, You know, we're here to learn, but we're here to network and we're here to have fun. You know, a lot of these ladies here work so, ladies and gentlemen, work so hard every day in a stressful environment that it's nice to come here, you know, not be distracted with all the phone calls of the daily operations and get to know some of their um their neighbors mm-hmm. in, in different counties and different cities and know that we can have fun sometimes. Did you do the moonwalk? There was a time that they played Michael Jackson. Did they? They did. And I did try to moonwalk. And how, I had heels go? on, so it wasn't pretty. <laughs> now, I forgot the question I asked you before we got into uh, hmm. 
Uh, it's called sometime staffing. That's it. Staffing. Because then we went on the tangent of me. Yeah, yeah. dancing and yeah, yeah, all that. Okay. So, so with staffing, we I mean, talent. With, how do we keep talent? How do we keep talent? That's right. But, uh, you know, we service. I have different areas. Like yep. what works in one area is not going to work in another. So I have like the St. Louis metropolitan area, and then I have r- r- rural agency down in the Boot Hill. It, you know, what speaks to one is not going to speak to another. So you, we just really have to be in tune to our teams and what's important to them. However, when I started home health, I, I came from nursing in a facility, uh, you know, acute care. I was ICU, med surge, 12-hour shifts. I was a young mom, and those 12-hour shifts were very hard on me with my young kids. So when I became a home health nurse and all the flexibility that it allowed me as a mother... I just decided as I, as I grew in my position to a more of a management level that if my team can't be the best, I want, be, I want the best clinicians. I For do. Sure. But if they can't be the best people in their life, if they can't feel like they're the best mom, the best daughter, the best partner, then they're not going to be the best nurse because we're, we, we're all one person. So my job, my philosophy is always to be allow them to be the best person. And if that means I need to cut out and go to a ball game or go to, like you were saying yesterday, they gotta go. Right. That's important to them. And I've been very fortunate that I've had, you know, the higher ups in my life that have have understood that too and supported that. So as the area vice president, how many clinicians do you manage? Well, we did a thing on leadership and manage. Yeah. So I don't manage them. Yeah. Lead them. So I lead them. I try lead? to lead. Um, well, that would be a hard estimate right now for me. But we do have, I have five physical offices. We have a census about, daily census averaging about 1,200 patients a day. So, um, in, you know, each of them are a little bit different. You know, our St. Louis office, you would think it would have the most employees, but because we use some contract therapy for half of the service lines, you know, the direct employees are a little lower. My biggest office with employees is in Jefferson City, and that's about 100 employees. Nice. Now, do you get a chance to visit with the clinicians? I mean, do you make... Yeah. yeah. I make rounds. I do the Peggy Road Show. You know, I, I find that fascinating because I do too. I mean, I make I make time for the team and all... Of course, our team is, you know, spread all out, you know, all different mm-hmm. kinds of states, but it means a lot when I call them and just check in on them to see how they're doing. It's nothing work-related. I just want to see how they're doing because I totally agree with you. You know, what, what's going on at home and, you know, being a mom, being a daughter, being mm-hmm. a son, whatever the case may be, is critically important. It and is. And if they have, that's where I think the work-life balance makes sense to me, mm-hmm. is that they've got, got to make sure that they're okay there, uh, because then they bring the best, you know, to the job. Well, and then we also, we have what we call fond. We're fond of each other, but we have like a fond board where we can give a shout out. And if I hear of one of the team members in Missouri getting a fond, I mean, I'm like giving them, we call it pile on the praise. And I'll like, and I'll tag the president of the company and she will then come and say, hey, thank you for doing this. You know, I know you think you're not making a difference, you're making a difference. And I've heard so much positive feedback, you know, because I'm not a title person. You said you're not a title person. Right. Um, but to someone in the field, uh, you know, that's out there every day that kind of has maybe has that mindset, oh, I'm just a nurse. To get a message from the president of the company with a direct message to them, thanking them, it, it, it can change their day. It could change their life. For sure. 
Now, last question. Okay. What was the best session you went to yesterday? Well, that was your session on the clinical efficiency and work-life balance. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was fantastic. It was a great way to start. It was our first session, so it was really good. And I had my people leaders in there. Yeah. And they were excited. Did they like it? They all think you look like Matthew McConaughey. They were all looking for you last night. Uh, We were expecting Justin Timberlake moves. Yeah. So I felt like we had a bait and switch there a little bit, we were told. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this. I do have some pretty good moves. I I, I don't doubt it. But this is Missouri. You got to show me. That is true. And I failed at that. You did. I'll make it up next time. I okay. got next year. I'll you be here next year. year. I'll be here next year. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, hey, Peggy, thank you so much for your time. Great talking with you. Great meeting you. And, and hopefully we get to talk soon. Yeah. Thank All you right. very much.